Well, as we approach the end of a choppy year for markets, investors are checking in on their investments, in particular returns. And it's within this context that we catch up with the managing director of CoreShares, Garrett Stobie, for a look at dividend investing in these tough times. Thank you so much for your time, Gareth. Now, the macroeconomic landscape really has shifted. I mean, some investment houses like BlackRock are saying that uh, there are new trends that necessitate investors to adopt a new playbook of investing. But you're saying that maybe let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. And there's a strategy that's withstood the, the, the test of time. Exactly. And, and dividend strategies are certainly one of, one of those. Um, I mean, there's a wonderful paper that was written by Rob Onnitz uh, a few years ago that's entitled Dividends and the Three Dwarves. And, and what he looks at is U.S. equity returns over an extremely long period of time, so over 200 years. Uh, U.S. equities have given you roughly 8% compounded through that period of time, of which dividends make up over 63% of the returns. Um, so it just shows that the actual cash flows that return to investors through time is, is critically important as a critical underpin to um, investment returns. I mean, at, at, the end, at the end of the day, any investment is as valuable as the future cash flows from that asset. And so that's why, particularly after some of the froth has been taken away from the market and people look at some of the assets that have perhaps been overvalued of late, they kind of, there's this return to kind of old school analysis of, of, of cash flows. And, and dividends is a critical component um, of that. I mean, uh, Warren Buffett, Buffett's got that joke where he says, you know, the only thing you can trust in annual financial statements is the page number and the dividend number. So <laughs> there you go. You know, dividends are a critical component. Yeah. So I think when markets are difficult and uh, investors are struggling to work out where they are, yeah. um, looking to dividends as that cash underpin is, is critically important. Ah, all right. Well, just talk to us then about the makeup of these dividend ETFs on the JSC, maybe looking into some factors such as local versus global, and also um, if they're underweight or overweight some sectors. Yeah. So, so when ETFs first burst onto the scene, um, you know, the classic ETFs were, were market cap weighted products, like, the, you know, the, the top 40 ETF, which was the first in our market. As the um, strategies start to expand, dividends was one of the first types of factors to, to really get um, programmed into an ETF format. I mean, if you are sifting through stocks uh, and using a quantitative screening process, uh, dividends is quite an easy thing to, to, um, to look at. And in fact, many kind of active investors of days gone by you know, a lot of their active screening would be around dividends, for instance. So it's quite an easy thing to put into a quants-based format. We've had uh, ETFs tracking dividend strategies for over 10 years now. The, the Satrix TV, for instance, was listed about uh, 15 uh, odd years ago. It's one of the larger dividend strategies in our market. At core shares, we've also got a, we've got two dividend strategies. We've got one that aims at, at local shares, which shares have paid a consistent growing dividend stream of local securities. Uh, and then doing the same um, in a global uh, context as well. Yeah. What should investors consider when looking at uh, this dividend strategy? I mean, do they all work the same? No, they, no, they don't. They're, they're kind of typically two types of um, dividend strategies that one can look at. The, the first is to say which stocks in any particular market have 
the highest dividend yield. So that's literally looking at the last dividend paid over the last, say, 12-month period, divided by the share price of the company to give you the, the historic yield of a particular stock. Um, th that type of approach tends to have a, a value tilt to it because very often the dividend yield as a percentage of share price might be quite high because the share price has potentially fallen. Uh. Uh, so that gives you a bit of a value type flair to it. The other metric you can use is rather than looking at how high the dividend yield is, how consistent is that dividend and how, how many years in a row has that company been able to pay, maintain and grow their, their dividends. So those are the two types of dividend screens. One is a type of value approach and the other is more of a quality approach to show how, how consistent that dividend has been uh, through time. Uh -oh. uh, so, the, so, so in our market, the, the, uh, the JSC FTSE Divi Index is a, is a yield type of strategy, whereas the S&P Dividend Aristocrat strategy is more of a quality uh, type filter. Yeah. Gareth, looking at the kind of cycle that markets are in right now, would you recommend a buy into these dividend ETFs? Well, I suppose the, the, the cash underpin comes through where, you know, like we've seen over the course of this year, where you know, interest rates have, have um, increased both in our market and in global markets. So that means the rate at which people are discounting assets ha has, has increased as well. So people are more discerning now in terms of how they are allocating their capital. And those sort of high momentum growth stocks in that environment become less attractive. And some of the boring business models of days gone by that are more cash generative become uh, more favorable because there's more line of sight as to where the returns are coming from. So th these sort of markets that we're entering into now where you know, some of the growth has been taken out of the market is, is really where they, they tend to come through uh, for investors. Um, yeah, so I, th I would say that we're in a particularly good cycle right now, actually, for, for high dividend paying and consistent dividend paying stocks. And what about growth companies, your tech stocks? Do you even think of them? <clears throat> uh, sorry, would you, do you even think of them when you're looking at this dividend strategy? Yeah, so, so tech stocks are... Um, you know, classic growth stocks will, will, will certainly have been. Um, interestingly, some of the older tech stocks, like take Texas Instruments, for instance, tech stocks tend to be high growth stocks. They, they don't pay out any dividends, but then over time, they, they move into slightly more mature companies, you know, the Microsofts of this okay. world, where they go from these exciting startups to being more mature industry kind of stalwarts that are highly cash generative. So it depends on what type of tech stocks you're talking about. Okay. Um, some of the more you know younger tech stocks will be very much growth companies and won't pay much of a dividend. And then you get these older school tech stocks that have kind of moved into more mature companies that will be dividend paid. Thank you very much for your time and for your insights today, Gareth. That was Gareth Stobie from CoreShares.